That's a very important principle. So if you start your day with gratitude, it's like this. Like, check this out. If, you, if somebody come to your house every day and ask you for a cup of sugar, and you give them a cup of sugar, and they take the sugar, and they just walk off. And then the next day, they come and they ask for another cup of sugar. And you're a nice person, so you give them another cup of sugar, and they just walk off. How many days can this person come to your house and get this cup of sugar and never say thank you? How many, how many times are you going to let that go down? Seriously. Survey said, you know, how many days? Not many, because you're human. Because at one point you're going to say, hey, wait a minute, hold up, man. You done came by here six times. I done gave you this cup of sugar, and you ain't said thank you one time? Don't come by here no more. So now, let's think for a second. If this God wakes you up every day, allows you to breathe. See, it's not your alarm clock that wakes you up. Your alarm clock goes off. God shakes you. Then you hear the alarm clock. It's not you that's waking up. It's God allowing you to wake up. So if you ever stop to just thank him for everything he's done for you, whatever clothes you got, whatever kind of car, if you just got taxi fare, and you thank him every day for a list of things, guess what he'll do tomorrow? He will add to that list of stuff that you can thank him for. And if you keep thanking him, you'll find out that in one week, you have a lot more stuff to be grateful for. Gratitude is the number one principle of success. That's what the average person doesn't understand. You can do that today. You don't need no more money. You can start that today. That would change your life. I kid you not. You, you ain't got to try, just try it. You ain't got to believe me. Try it. I dare you. Try it. I want to give you the heads up. Never question God. When you're about to transition from one career move, one relationship, or one situation to the next, it's because you've gotten every confirmation in the world that it's your season to transition from where you are to where you're looking to be. Don't underestimate yourself. You do what you can do, and God will do what you can't do. Take the initiative. Throw your net on the other side. Be ambitious. Reach. Ask for help. Not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong. And expect things to get better for you. People who have not accepted greatness for themselves, these people don't study, ladies and gentlemen. They don't have time for personal growth and development. They don't have time to work on their minds. People can affect us. Our peers can affect us. Our environment can affect us just working consciously to overcome the poverty consciousness, the feeling constantly of saying you deserve this. There's no need for you to be afraid. It's not too good to be true. It's true because you've earned it. Why do we care so much about people who don't care about us? That won't be there in a hard time, that won't be there when you hit rock bottom, that won't be there in your struggle, that never call you and ask you how you're doing, that never calls you and asks you or checks on you to see if you need something. Why do we care about what they think? We all go through disappointments and things that are not fair. It's easy to hold on to the hurts, think about what they said, and get up in the morning, it's the first thing that comes to mind. We don't realize how much that's affecting us, draining our energy, limiting our creativity. If you're going to fulfill your destiny, you have to get good at letting things go. See, your unwillingness to forgive another person is like you sipping the poison 
waiting on them to die. Forgiveness is for you. You can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. You can't. There's a reason why the rearview mirror is this big and the windshield is this big. If you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to keep crashing your car. Have you ever noticed that when your faith is the strongest, you come up under the greatest attack? Because every time the devil senses that you're about to walk into who you be, and he's trying to stop you from doing it, slap somebody and say, just do it. Be great before it's too late. Being in a great house does not make you great. It's one thing to have great parents, but that doesn't make you great. And they said it's possible to be in a great house, but you not be great. So being in a great house does not ensure that you'll become great. How can you keep your mind on what you're trying to do? How can you make the choice of discipline over procrastination? How can you keep an attitude of doing it all and doing it now? How can you stay focused on your ambitions? You can keep your focus on your work, or you'll find yourself distracted. Distracted by negative thoughts, distracted by negative people, and pretty soon, depending on the type of people you've associated with, distracted by your doubts within yourself. Even when you face rejection, even when you face failure, you make a decision. I will remain in the grind. I'm not backing down. I'm called to make a difference. Greatness is not immediate. This is so important. In other words, greatness takes time to develop. Greatness is not immediate. You got to stay with it. You got to stay at it. You got to keep working on it. We give up too quickly. You map out, you think, you strategize, you change up your team. Ready for the opportunity to present itself. Most of y'all are impatient. If it doesn't happen as fast as you want it to happen, you say maybe it wasn't meant to be. God will never give you something somebody else is supposed to have. I want you to write this down. There are two powers in life that every one of us have to deal with every day. That you can never control or stop. is time and change. You cannot control time. You cannot control change. What's at the core of achieving the good life? the major key to the good life. It is not in mastering the attributes of leadership. Every day in a thousand different ways, we are trying to improve ourselves by learning how to do things. We spend a lifetime gathering knowledge in classrooms and in experiences. Self-approval. That's a very challenging area. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where most people get stuck. That's a stage that a lot of people get there and they never move out of that area. Why? Many things can contribute to our not approving our dreams, our not feeling good enough. A lot of things can contribute to that. Many of us never live up to our potential or don't approve ourselves because we never had anybody to believe in us. And because your doing doesn't come from the deeper place of being, it hasn't worked for you. If you're trying to find out who you are by doing things, you will never find out who you are by doing. You have to start with being because the difference between the two determines the direction of your destiny. I need to embrace the suffering. 
You know, there's something powerful that once you just sort of embrace the fact that in order to achieve something big, you've got to get rid of these distractions, you're probably going to have to have some suffering to get there or some sacrifice to get there. And so once you've embraced and decided that this suffering, this sacrifice you're making is an indicator of progress, suffering and sacrifice and hard work is an indication of progress towards our dreams. If you're still wounded over a position you lost, you'll go to that new company, defensive, not friendly. You're treating them based on what you've been through, but they had nothing to do with it. It's much more freeing when you learn to let things go. God will be your vindicator. He'll take care of who did you wrong. It's not your job to pay people back. They hurt you once. Don't let them continue to hurt you by holding on to it. It's easy to say, I have a dream. That's easy. You can say that when the enthusiasm is there. You can say that when you have enough money in the bank. But I'm telling you, it's hard to say, I still have a dream. I still have a dream. Can't you say that after your friends turn on you? And after the people that you're doing it for stop believing you? Discouragement is deadly. It can get you off track. When you have a setback and you get discouraged, you can get set on the shelf. We all get discouraged. It's powerful. Uh, it is universal. It involves everybody. And it is recurring. It doesn't just happen one time in your life. Many of us never, ever discover our greatness because we become sidetracked by secondary activity. We start doing so many things, we just give our time away until we don't have any time for ourselves or any time to do the things that we want to do. I'm saying to you, that one day you look around and there goes a year, there goes two years, there goes three years. So if there's something you want to do, do it now. A man's life consists in how he managed time and change. We become what we are as a result of how we use time and how we manage the changes in our lives. Our mind comes as standard equipment at birth and things that are given to us for nothing we place little value on. Things that we pay money for, we value. The paradox is that exactly the reverse is true. Everything that's really worthwhile in life came to us free. Our mind, our body, our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, our intelligence. All these priceless possessions are free. But the things that cost us money are actually very cheap and can be replaced at any time. Use your power to create a new beginning for yourself. Find something that you love. I didn't come here to work for someone else. I came here to live my calling. A job is what you get paid for. A calling is what you're made for. I invested in myself. I couldn't afford to do it, but I couldn't afford not to do it. All disciplines carry through to affect all parts of our lives. If we're disciplined in just one area and lazy in another, guess what? The bad habits in one area of our life will eventually destroy our self-discipline in the areas we've been working on. Discipline is a set of standards which we've selected as a personal code of conduct. Discipline is the mind being trained to control our lives. Discipline is imposing on ourselves the requirements for honoring these standards. You can work on micro habits with regards to your conscientiousness, and I think the best micro habits set up some aims for yourself, goals that you actually value. It helps you do a situational analysis of your life more than a psychological analysis, I would say. And so the questions are something like, well, you're going to have to put some effort into your life. We become what we think about. 
Conversely, the man who has no goal, who doesn't know where he's going, and whose thoughts must therefore be thoughts of confusion and anxiety and fear and worry, becomes what he thinks about. And if he thinks about nothing, he becomes nothing. Motivation is its kind of a strange word. We think it means that we're fired up to do something and passionate to make something happen. Because you just can't turn on passion. You can't just turn on the desire to execute a task. Be certain of one thing. Every exaggeration of the truth, once detected by others, destroys our credibility and makes all that we say and do suspect. The tendency to exaggerate, distort, or even withhold the truth is an inherent part of all of us. It starts when we're kids, and then it continues when we're adults, exaggerating our net worth to impress old friends, exaggerating how close we are to closing a deal to impress the boss. If you make it to the end of this video, I want you to write, I am determined to reach my goals. I am determined to reach my goals. Thank you.